Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. I'll be joined by Bob Lowry. We're going to go over some more what-if questions. In this episode, we're going to cover what if you put Cal Hypo in and the pool surface turns black? What if you go to a pool or you're servicing a pool and you don't treat the algae? And then what if you swim in a pool with zero chlorine in it? So Bob will give you his answers to the three what-if questions in today's podcast. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Here's another what if. A lot of people are using some kind of copper to kind of compensate for the chlorine shortage. You add a bag of Cal Hypo to the pool and all of a sudden... Pretty much instantly, you notice a black stain on the bottom of the pool. Right. And, you know, what do you do in that situation and what causes that? Well, the first thing is that it probably scare you to death because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you know, what goes through your mind is, oh, my God, I'm going to have to drain this pool and acid wash it for free. You know, but uh, so don't be don't be nervous about that. It's OK. There are some things you can do, but. The reason that it happens is that there's already a stain on the bottom of the pool, and you didn't know it. And usually the, the stain is copper, and it's copper sulfate. And it's kind of a blue color. The water's blue, and especially at, at a depth of three or six feet, it's hard to see that it's a little bit blue down there, uh, or blue-green, because the water's blue. So you can't see it, but when... When the, when the chlorine hits it, it actually, the sulfate, because it has less energy or less potential, the oxygen from the chlorine makes its way into and gets rid of the sulfate and you end up with copper oxide instead of, of copper sulfate. And copper oxide is black. The black is caused from copper being on the on the bottom of the pool. And just like you would take care of any stain, you can try to use ascorbic acid, which is one of the good ones for removing a stain, but it's not so good at keeping the stain from coming back. So understand about sequestering agents and chelating agents. They surround metal that's in the water and prevent it from combining with something else so it will precipitate or cause a stain. But the molecule itself is a man-made molecule and is subject to degradation from sunlight uh, called photodegradation and from chlorine just from it being oxidized and from non-chlorine shock or from UV 
or an ozone generator or even AOP. Any of those things are oxidizers and they will reduce the sequestering agent. When the sequestering agent is reduced, the metal is again free to, to combine with things and cause a stain. So these sequestering agents don't get rid of the, the metal. Even if you use ascorbic acid and you get the stain off the wall, the metal's still in the water, especially with ascorbic acid. As soon as you chlorinate, you wipe out the ascorbic acid and the, and the metal's free again to go back to being a stain. So you need to get the metal out of the pool. There's only a couple of ways to do it. You can either use a thing called the, the Q-lighter or see you later, whichever way you want to pronounce it. <laughs> but the culator in a bag or a, a little cage uh, can remove it. But bear in mind that it may take a week or 10 days to get rid of it if you put something in the skimmer. You can use one of their pre-filters. And as I said, use a separate uh, pump and pump the water through one of their pre-filters and back into the pool and within a few hours you can get the the metal level down but you need to to understand that if you sequester it you're going to need to keep adding sequestering agent as it degrades you need to replace it and the bottle of the product that you have will tell you how often you need to put it in and they may say you need to put it in once a week once a month once every two weeks or whatever. It's not because they want you to keep using the product. They do want you to keep using it, but they want you to keep the metal from causing a stain. And they don't want to get a bad name. They don't want to, they don't want to say, well, you know, a customer used, said, I used this product and stain came back in a week. You know, well, the stain came back because you didn't do what the label said and add it again next week. Uh, it's better to get rid of the metal if you can. The only other way to get rid of the metal, of course, is drain, to drain some water and refill it. And also, as a side note, I would tell that pool tech to stop using Cal Hypo in that pool just as a hedge their bet. Well, you know, what you may want to do is dissolve some of the, the Cal Hypo in a bucket of water mm -hmm. and then disperse it around the pool evenly or in front of a return line or something so that it gets dissolved instead of falling to the bottom and hanging out on the on the bottom that's probably yeah. not good for any pool yeah to, probably not. to leave a chemical sitting on it for very long any chemical here's one and this happens a lot with a lot of new pool techs what if you see algae in the pool it maybe a little bit on the step area maybe a little bit in the deep end but you really do nothing to treat it. You don't raise the chlorine up. You don't. You may brush it, but you won't do anything like at an algicide. What would happen in a pool like that where you you're kind of ignoring the algae problem the first week you see it? Well, understand that that algae it multiplies by cell division. So one becomes two, two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes thirty-two, and so on. It means that one algae could actually become a million in about 60 hours. Uh, so if you have algae enough that you can actually see it, it could be almost a million times larger by the time you come back if it's a week later. So, uh, and it would take a huge, a huge amount more 
of, of algaecide or chlorine to kill it. Once you see algae, by the way, that means that it's dense enough that you can see it. If you looked at only a little bit of algae in the pool, you actually can't see it. So you may have algae growing on your pool right now and don't know it. But as soon as you see it, now you see it. By the time you see it, it's already colonized and mature. And it's starting to, once it colonizes and matures, it secretes a clear dome over itself called polysaccharide. And that saccharide is difficult for chlorine and other things to get through it. It's a protective mechanism. So it's difficult to get to get chlorine to go through that. And that's one of the reasons that we want to brush the pool. Even if there's nothing on what you think is nothing on the walls, brush the pool and you will break up that that polysaccharide and allow your chlorine to get into the uh, algae uh, that's growing on there that you can't see. You know, you either need to brush the pool or vacuum and don't just keep vacuuming the pool. We need to we need to brush it and it should be brushed. Uh, if you're going to brush the pool, you brush it first and then and then vacuum. But uh, many times you brush it and then vacuum. And that's a good business to get into. It keeps algae from from adhering to the walls and it breaks up the slime layer once it does, once it starts to, to grow. And that reminds me, my um, son, my son likes to tell his friends this one. He said, would you rather me give you a million dollars or pay you one penny a day and double it for 30 days? And that's kind of like that algae, how it multiplies, because if you get that one penny and double it every day for 30 days, it's more than getting a million dollars in payment. So he likes to kind of trick his friends with that little that little one there. And that reminds me of, you know, a rookie mistake is not to treat the algae and, and ignore it or not to think it's a big deal because you come back the following week and it's a big deal by not treating it when you first see it. And, yeah, and it is a big deal. And and even though you can see it in one spot, it may be growing, it, it may be spread out and growing in a lot of other spots. Mm-hmm. It just isn't, it hasn't turned green yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's one. Uh, what if you swim in a pool and there's zero chlor- chlorine in there? And this could happen at any stage where maybe you're not paying attention to the chlorine level if you're a homeowner and you're not checking your chlorine often. Um, but what happens to a person who swims in a pool where there's no chlorine in the pool? Maybe they're in there for an hour. Well, of course, what it has to do with is your potential to get a disease. And and what that has to do with is who has been in the pool before you and, and how long has it been and so on. Because um, bacteria grow faster than algae does. One can become a million in about eight hours. Uh, And the average person brings in about 100 million bacteria with them when they come in. One of the things, one of the goals, the thing that we are trying to prevent in maintaining safe water is what we call bather-to-bather disease transmission. And what that means is you get in the water and you leave off your 100 million bacteria and then I get in the water. And what protects me from your bacteria and vice versa? Because I get in the water and my 100 million get get off of me and head for you. So what protects both of us from making each other sick? And that 
That's called bather to bather disease transmission. And the only thing that stands between us to prevent that is the chlorine residual. That's it. Or sanitizer residual if you're not using chlorine. But uh, something has to protect us from infecting each other. The residual of chlorine is the only thing that does that. And so if there's no residual, then all the bacteria that's been in that water and for however long it's had a chance to grow is open season on you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and you can be affected by, by a lot of it. And surely, you know, the, the hundred million bacteria that's on you, probably a very small percentage of it is something that would make me sick because we all have bacteria on us mm-hmm. and and all bacteria is not necessarily bad. So um, it's only the ones that are disease causing that are a problem. So you may not have any disease causing bacteria on you, but, but then as most people do, they get water in their mouth, they don't wanna swallow it. So they spit it back out or their nose runs or whatever. And they may pee a little or, you know, have a little, uh, pass a little gas or something in the water. And so there you have it. Now you got even, you have bacteria that can cause a disease and they multiply pretty quickly. The residual is the protection. That shield needs to be there. If you go swimming someplace that you're not sure of, the best thing you can do when you get out is to immediately, or as soon as you can, Take a warm shower. Doesn't have to be a hot shower, but a warm shower. And the reason is that usually your pores are open when you're swimming and you're exercising, the water's warm, so your pores are kind of opened up. And when you get out of the pool, your pores kind of close up because there's windy and you get kind of chilled when you get out. What you do is you go take a warm shower, and if you heck can use some soap, that's great, but at least use some warm water that will open up the pores that you have, and it will flush out whatever's on there so it doesn't get trapped uh, in your pores. And so, you know, once it's in your pores, it can make it into your body and your bloodstream and so on. If we can rinse that off as soon as you get out, then your chance of of having a disease from getting in there is shortened. Yeah, it's good advice for, for anyone that's, that has that, if they ever get in a pool with no chlorine, to rinse in warm water to kind of help them from getting sick um, if they had the potential of being sick from swimming in there. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you're looking for part one or the other parts of the series, you can go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner, there's a podcast icon. Click on that, and it'll take you to the podcast site where you can see the list of episodes I recorded. And I have several episodes that I recorded with Bob Lowry over the last year or year and a half. You can definitely refer to those to learn more about pool chemistry. You can also go to his website, pcti.online. And Bob has a lot of resources there. Plus, he also has his uh, certified residential course listed there and the dates that he's giving that course. And definitely go to that site to find out more about being certified residential. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching site at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits of joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.